Hey, Dad, come close to the camera. Can you come close to the camera? Yes. Now go. Yeah. Now can you open your mouth? Uh, uh, and move move your mic. Oh, I have gum. I put it in by accident. Oh, so. okay, 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 okay. I, I I didn't do it on purpose. I just did it. I don't ever think. To be honest, Dad, I don't think you do anything on purpose, which isn't a bad thing. Right. That means I don't think you mean to do uh, right. anything on purpose. But then you also don't mean to do anything on purpose. Hey guys, we're back. We didn't go anywhere. I thought we wouldn't have an episode this week, but we do. However, I'm not sure about the weeks to come. Everything's up in the air. Nothing is stopping with the podcast. Just there's some uh, health stuff going on. And you know, got to be a good daughter. Sit back. Say, you know what, dad? It's okay. You do you. And we'll get back to the podcast when there's time. But, but really... I say that, but inside I'm like, oh my God, when's the next episode going to be? However, today, here we are. Now, I have decided that when I get on the phone with him, I'm really going to take a back seat. I know I've said that before, and I don't actually end up taking a back seat. I normally have like some sort of little agenda of what I want to talk about, or I have a little tactic to crack my dad, but this time, I actually mean it. Okay, I'm going to leave it all up to him because I appreciate that he is taking the time to record with me while he's going through some shit. I'm actually kind of surprised, pleasantly surprised. Dayo, Dayo. You know who did that to Who did that to um, I'm Yes, I'm asking you. Oh, no, I don't. Oh. Do you know who did it? Yeah, I do. Uh, Harry Belafonte. Oh, I actually yeah. like I like Harry Belafonte. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> oh wait, Dad, your gum is <laughs> on your microphone. I put it there. <laughs> I put it there so you would know that I'm not chewing gum. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God, that is it's a good boy. Seriously. Okay. Uh, you know what the, what artists you turned me on to and it kind of changed my life? Who? Shaka Khan. Oh my god. Yeah. She. Mm -hmm. My god. She's the shit. Yeah. Do you have yeah. Do you have live at the Savoy? Uh, I think I do. You gave me all of her stuff. Yeah. But she... also now with Spotify. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Isn't she? She's got a set of pipes, man. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Oh well, she was on that duet with uh, um, uh, what's her name, the one that uh, OD'd. Was, Whitney Houston. Yeah, she, remember she was on that big hit. They both sang on it. I'm every woman. Yeah, yeah. She's on that. <laughs> yeah, should go. Uh, also. I told you how I found our our old recordings of our songs. No, where were they? They're in my email. No kidding. They go back that far? Yeah. 
but I have the one that we keep talking about, the one that made me cry because you kept saying I was too flat. So I just want to play a little snippet of it for our listeners. Okay, before I play this song, I just had to pause the original episode because I realized that I never gave this song the proper intro when we recorded. I wrote this song when I was 19. I was with my boyfriend. I was in grade 12 and we were graduating. I lost my V card to this guy. So he was the love of my life. And we were breaking up because I was going off to camp and then university, but I really still loved him. But because of my daddy issues and my abandonment issues, I could never have a long distance relationship. So I was sabotaging it and breaking up. And I wrote this when I realized that we were going to grow apart, but I'll always love him. So Graham, if you're out there listening, this hot track is for you. The one thing that I need you to know before I resume the episode is that I was so proud of that lyric. You may disagree, but we've outgrown our compatibility. I was like, I am a genius. I just rhymed agree and compatibility. And I actually mean what I am saying. So I cut the song off at a weird time because I wanted you to hear the one line I'm so, or was so, am I still, oh God, I'm giving too much away, proud of. If you want to hear the whole thing, which I'm sure you don't, it is up on Patreon. And now we're back. Oh, that that's going back from 2005. I, I wanted to hear. Uh, what do you want to hear? I wanted to hear what you did when you were like, you know. A kid. Oh, I don't have those. I think you would have those. No, I don't because I wasn't, there was no place to put them. Really? You know, yeah. Really? I recorded, yeah, it was in 1980, 1992. I wasn't, it, there was no digital. But did did you give me the cassette or something? Yeah. What's in yeah. your mouth? What was that? Wow, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. For Will you add me. it to the, <laughs> to the collection? I could. Thank you. Yep. It could get pretty big. <laughs> you know, it's it's really cool. Uh, if I just keep adding to it. To the gum? By the end of the day, it's really like a, a big golf ball. Oh. Keep rolling it. And then uh -huh. you can, it's like super glue. You, I mean, a super ball, you know, you bounce <laughs> it. And your bounce is like eight feet up. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> also, now this is no joke. Seriously. Uh, there's a new study, and I'm not joking. Okay. Uh, there, there's a new study that nicotine apparently helps prevent coronavirus. Who came out that? with that? Was it Donald Trump who came out with that study? Uh, no. Oh. No. Who came out yeah. with that study? 
I could look it up. Just Google it. Do you believe uh, that out of everything, Dad? You believe that? Well, when it comes from the Mayo Clinic and other medical things, um, and I could see why how nicotine could prevent it because nicotine, first of all, it's a uh, you're blowing out and you're blowing in. You're yeah. Do, do you're you know how blowing out and you're blowing in when you inhale and and covid um gets into and penetrates your lung tissue then it creates this big wall of mucus where it just shuts you off from air so i didn't read the whole article but i could read i mean if you're that interested i could read it and you know give you a yeah, I would like to know how that works. Is it the same thing that people say about weed being good for asthma? Because when you smoke it, you go, uh, 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 and then like you f- cough up phlegm, so then it makes your asthma better. Are you? Are you is that true? Mm-hmm. That's what people say, but I don't find that to be the case when I smoke weed. Well, wh- when I smoke, like right now, I, I would never. I can't smoke weed during the day. It'd be like late at night. But if I'm having a problem breathing. I take one or two puffs, and it completely relaxes my lungs. Okay. Really? Yeah. It doesn't do that for me. If I take a puff, and then I choke, and then I think I'm going to die because, it, like, the choking is so intense. Immediately? Um, immediately. Yeah, like, if I get, take a hit, and I hold it in, and I go, uh, 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 and then I, like, can't catch my oh. breath because I'm choking so oh. much. Yeah. 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 The, the the best for me is the is the uh the vape that's vaping. so bad for you though vaping but i guess you're not smoking at all you're just doing the vape for weed right yeah okay no not cigarettes because like i would my thing is like now that we have this podcast i'm kind of like oof i really can't have you die you know <laughs> <laughs> i think is that the only reason yeah, well, I think I need, still need to, like, know you more. Um, you know, because I think that if I don't get you to be, like, if I can't get you to be, like, a dad on your own without my help, when you die, you won't go on to the afterlife because you'll still have work to do on this planet, which means that you'd be haunting me the whole time, being like, okay, show me show me how to be a dad more. Like, show me things. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. What do you think? Is there anything that you um, that you feel you have unfinished business? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like what? Growth. I, I'm gonna say though, you've honestly you uh you've done a lot of growth. How do you know? Because well, me and Matt were talking about it, and um, like that when I talked to you uh the other day about how. Uh, I was trying to podcast with you and you said you couldn't do it because you needed to watch football. And then like we had, I had a guest lined up that was like kind of a big deal. And then when I was like talking to you and you said, um, and you had to like watch football, but then when I talked to you about it, you said, well, no, Nicole, you're really not asking a lot from me. No, you apologize to them. And like, you saw it on your own and Matt was like, he's a good boy. Cause like people your age right now don't recognize that like baby boomers aren't self-aware like that. And, and it was like, 
that is growth. That is like huge to be able to, you're a good boy sometimes. Well, I felt really bad to, that I made somebody cancel because I wanted to watch a football game that, that you know, um, we could have rescheduled. I, 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 yeah, but yeah, growth, you know, there's <laughs> the road is hard and draining and you people just got sick of trying to get a hold of me and keep it's just draining on the road you know when people come out to visit you know it was just hard man and so so not having to do a not not the stress of the road there are other aspects of me that, that i couldn't show or was too tired all the time to you know yeah. And yeah. do you feel like now, um, are you, do you feel like you're growing now with that? Um, yeah. there's a lot of things about me that I've taken action when I got off the road that I would not really want people to know about that helped me see things. Um, okay. You know, I'm not going to make you talk about it. Good, thank you. You're welcome. You're not even going to try to pressure me or guilt trip me or any of that. No, not in this one. No, see, I'm growing too. We're growing together, Dad. Well, you said not this one. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's a time to pressure you. I I don't need to learn. Uh, I mean, like you've given advice in terms when it comes to like getting over your habits or like life lessons you've learned and that kind of stuff, I do pressure you. But when yeah. it comes to your own way of like growing, I, or when you got off the road and you figured out how to see it, I think that I figured out my own way. And I, I think everybody kind of figures out their own way. And you said you don't want to talk about it. So I won't do that. But when it's stuff that's like cool, like when it's stuff that you're just embarrassed about because you were like an adolescent being stupid, then yeah. I'll pressure you because those are like fun stories. Yeah. But I'll give you your privacy sometimes. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So what was it? Not joking. <laughs> I'll give you a story. The engineer yesterday is a good friend of mine and uh, his mom is 93, completely healthy. But she's feeling tired. And he was here yesterday when he found this out. Damn. During this session. It came, he come, you know, needed to talk. And he goes, my mom's in the hospital. I go, I know, Dave. She has COVID. Oh, shit. And so he rented, he went to, uh, he rented a house for his whole family to go up there to be with her for, you know, they were leaving Tuesday. He got a place with Airbnb mm -hmm. and he's going to go up, but the whole family isn't going to go up. Him and his wife are going to go up so he could see her through a glass piece of glass, Ugh. you know, and I'm Dave, you know, um, whatever. It, it was just brutal. He, it was, it was really. Yeah. So, so his, his mother, who's 93, who's completely healthy found out he found out yesterday she has covid and he can't even go to the hospital damn right so especially That's... now man can you imagine losing somebody because of 
policy and now they've got a vaccine. It's like being the last soldier killed in a major war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then peace happens. Damn. It's really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that wasn't really the story I thought you were going to say. I've, I've tried to, <laughs> I wanted to keep it positive for you today, but if that's, if that's what you want to talk about, we, Oh, I found, fa- I found a, I sent you a, uh, a description of my, my sign. <clears throat> you did? Yeah. When? During this thing. And it's very, very close. Very close. It's the closest one I've ever Wait, I didn't get the what you sent me. Capricorn? Yeah. When did you send it? I sent it um during the I was I have been meaning to send it to you. Where can you send it again? I email I, I don't have I it. email it to you. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, hold on. Let me open it up and let's get into your horoscope. No, it's not a horoscope. It's it's a description of me. Oh. Okay, do you want me to read it? Um no, you have to say yes. He sent it to me. No, I've I've read it. I, I wanted you to read it so you would know why sometimes I feel I seem uh, different or moody or my mood can change. And I found out the word Capricorn comes from the word capricious, which means well, you're the college grad. I don't know what capricious means. <laughs> Did you just find out that Capricorn meant capricious, and you were like interesting <laughs> you don't know what I, 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 no, yeah i did actually i didn't know what it meant did you look it up or you just were like oh cool it came from another word <laughs> no i is that you matt no matt's not What's here matt is that me is that you matt capricious means given to sudden and unaccountable changes of mood or behavior <laughs> yeah okay so as if I'm a college grad. Okay. Traditional Capricorn traits. Let's go through this together. Okay. Oh. Pra- yes. Oh, hold on. No, I, we've been one, holding. Wrong brother. Oh, for fuck's sake. Dad, don't swear. Okay, Dad. Ready? Traditional Capricorn traits. Practical and prudent, ambitious and disciplined, patient and and careful, humorous, and reserved. How do you feel about that? Really good. Okay. Capricorn, about your sign. The sign Capricorn is one of the most stable and mostly serious of the zodiac signs. Do you think you're stable? No. Okay. These independent rock-like characters have many sterling qualities. They are normally confident, strong-willed, and calm. Do you think you're calm? I appear to be calm. Yeah, but I don't think you're that calm. You appear to be calm. Yeah. Yes. Your body is calm, but your mind is like, leave California, go back home. Yeah. These hardworking, unemotional, shrewd, practical, responsible, preserving, and cautious to the extreme uh, persons are capable of persisting as long as is necessary to accomplish a goal they have set for themselves. That is true. Like your goal is to chew gum and you just put it in your mouth (laughs) right now. You are determined to chew gum. (laughs) So you put it in at any moment you can. Uh, Also, you being a drummer. Capricorn are reliable workers in most any professions they undertake 
They are the major finishers of most projects started by the pioneering signs. With firm stick to the, stick to itness, they quickly become the backbone of any company they work for. Were you the backbone of your companies as the drummer? I guess so, yeah. Because you started drumming at 12. Yeah. Okay. They are constantly setting high standards for themselves and others. Are you doing that? Yes, I do. Do you set them for others? Huh? Do you set high standards for others? Um, I used to. You did? Mm-hmm. I feel like you don't now. I said I used to. Yeah. So when, why'd you stop? Be, uh, it was too frustrating. So I just stopped having expectations. And when something was cool, I, I, I liked it. I, it comes a point, you know, like we were talking about the other day about codependency and trying to please people and stuff like that. At this stage of my life, I, I'm realizing you can't please everybody. And I'm more important than that. I, you know what I mean? It's like, I won't, like, for instance, a friend of mine is a QAnon person. And I'm not the only one that feels this way, but I just, like, I don't want to be involved with somebody with those belief systems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How, how can you be a friend with somebody like that? Okay, so anyway, okay. yeah. So you, you can read this. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to get, wow, it's 8.15. I, I need to eat. And, yeah. Okay, it's okay. Different. Can I just read this part? What? They can be surprisingly and suddenly witty and subtle for the quiet, reserved individuals they seem to be. And wait, they also... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, where were you reading that? I scrolled down. But where... where oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they also have a tendency to ruin things by unexpected and utterly irresponsible bouts of flippancy. What is flippancy? I know what it means, but I don't... But I don't know... Don't know what it means. Okay, hold on. Flippancy. Lack of respect or seriousness. Uh, oh, yes. So that's, yeah, okay. In certain individuals in whom the characteristic is strong, the temptation to do this has to be resisted with iron self-control. Another unexpected quality in some Capricorn is an interest in the uh, occult which persists in spite of their natural skeptical turn of mind. I don't understand that last sentence, but I guess... Na what? Natural skeptical turn of mind. Okay. Skeptic naturally skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that pretty much sums up this podcast where you'll be witty and fun, and then all of a sudden you'll have a turn of mind and you'll be skeptical... And then you'll, mm -hmm. and then the uh, flippancy is chewing the gum. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Well, now you got your Capricorn fix for the day. That, <laughs> did that help me to understand him more? Not really. Because here's my thing if that is your sign, no matter if it's my dad or anybody else talking about themselves, if they're like, yeah, but I'm a Pisces. Then it's like, okay, cool. But like, you still have these tendencies. So j just to be like, I'm like that. Sorry. Is, uh, doesn't really help the situation. And then this isn't me ragging on my dad for that, but I'm just like, okay, great. You're like that. 
I guess I won't take it personally, but I feel like I'm not taking things personally anymore. I'm just like, can you, can you do better? However, he's going through a rough time. I'm just letting it, I'm just letting it go. You know, that, that was basically a day in the life of a phone conversation with Bobby. Just, you know, it was pretty lighthearted until he brought up the COVID stuff, but just some cool facts. Like you can turn a bunch of chewed gum into a really bouncy ball. I, maybe I'll get him to try that sometime and we can, <laughs> we can sell them as merch. But here's, here's what's going on in this chapter of our relationship. And this is a bit of a journal entry. So if you don't feel like it, eh, just skip to the Bobby bit. Just keep pressing, you know how to skip. So my dad and I were never close, obviously. And I never had that kind of connection and or felt responsible to be there for him because I had cut off my emotions. Basically, this is a new chapter in our relationship that I have never had to deal with before. And to be honest, I'm having a hard time navigating it. I'm the type of person that if you're my family or a good friend and you've got shit going on, I'm like, I will be there for you. I mean, a lot of people are like that. So I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm you're, We're compassionate humans, right? And when you're close to the person, you figure out how to help them. My dad and I never really had that. Like when his grandma, when my, sorry, my grandma died, it was his mom. We weren't close enough that I felt that I should be there for the funeral. I only thought I should be there if he wanted me there. So I asked him, he said, no, I didn't go. And I felt bad. I actually felt bad. And I felt like, wow, this fucking sucks. Like my dad's mom died and I am not there. And I'm not there because of our relationship. Like we're not close enough for this to be my responsibility. And also he said, don't come. So I didn't go. He later has told me that he was really upset by that. I'm like, yeah, but if you had told me, I would have gone. But I'm here navigating like what our relationship is and how much my presence means to you. And then you're over there not wanting to bother me, but actually wanting me there. So now that we have done this podcast and we have gotten closer, this is the first time in our relationship that I feel like, wow, if anything happened to my dad or anyone close to him, I would need to go out to New Orleans to support him. And that was the craziest epiphany I had the other night because I haven't ever felt that before. And I also am like, oh shit, like this is my duty now, right? Like this is, I feel bad for him. I want to support him. But Here's the other thing. My dad is still my dad. As much as he is learning and like very open to changing, he still, as you heard from his Capricorn reading, he still has this like selfish tendency. So I've I've been uh, doing some research for him and like hitting up doctor friends to send him information. And, you know, I've been really trying to be present and helpful, but then I won't hear from him for like four days and it triggers me. 
And it's so hard because like he is going through what he's going through and I need to just accept and be okay with that. And I totally, part of me totally understands, but the other part of me is being triggered. So it's like, how do you balance this? How do you know how much to put in? And also like my therapist and a lot of people have said who, who've been in my shoes, they say that, you know, you're just supposed to accept who your parents are, but it's like, yeah, but the more that I support and then don't even hear back, the worse I feel. So I'm trying to navigate this. This is totally new to me. Jesus Christ, if anybody has advice, please tell me. I'm really trying to be a good daughter and also not get triggered. And also, like, how much do you let your parent off the hook when they're going through stuff? You guys are like, you let them off the hook totally. But it's complicated. And that that's just where my feelings are at. I'm quite confused right now. And, uh, yeah. All right. Okay. I guess the point is I'm a little afraid of getting hurt and that is selfish on my part. Well, all right, moving on to the Bobby bit. I took out a lot of dialogue that happened between us during the alien episode. And I realized, you know what? This is who Bobby is. He loves aliens. He loves Bob Lazar. And I need to put some of those missing clips back in. So this is part of the podcast that you didn't hear where he got really deep and Bobby about the whole element 115. Once again, I hope we have an episode next week, but if we don't, it's because shit is going down and we will be back when things are stable. I'm making that sound way more dramatic than it is, but you know what? That's who I am. We're so conditioned based on our, our, uh, where we're at uh, socially in life, you know, and what we're exposed to and stuff like that. But um, there is one truth. There is, there is one, there is an answer. We just don't, there's so many possibilities, you know, so many possibilities. And it all comes down to uh, quantum physics and, and how mysterious quantum physics is. And the reason I wanted you to watch the Bob Lazar Netflix thing was he talks about gravity and different kinds of gravity. Oh, did I ever finish the thing about element 115? Yeah, I think okay. so. Well, there is now about- an element 115, and they discovered it. 30 years after Bob Sar actually said this element is 115 that's driving these forces. And what it does is you got to watch the, you got to watch the uh, documentary. I think I have seen it, dad. I'll give you for instance, that they're discovering that everything that you need to know about everything is accessible to us with information it's called, it's not antimatter. It's, it's even the empty spots is full of information in space, the whole universe. Mm-hmm. They're finding these things out that are invisible. They, they, they're called theories. They can't actually prove it, but they've got a good 
understanding of what it is. Okay, so they're saying that you can tap into this universal consciousness and science has proved that this thing has complete knowledge of the whole universe. Everything is just one big thing and you could tap into it. But now there's a thing in, in mysticism or the Ayurvedic Indian teachings. It's called the Akashic Records. I don't know if that's, and that's where Edgar Casey got all, yeah. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've so, but science is also, you've, you've talked to us about that. Yeah, but the Akashic Records is one word. But when science says, yes, you can tap into this energy, and that's what Tesla did, and that's what all the, all these people that uh, are geniuses, uh, the, the, the composers feel that they can ta- they tap in, they get it from another source, right? They don't know what the source is, but Tesla was, he slept two hours a day, and he, he changed the planet, man. Yeah. Yeah, I have that in a whole other episode where you explained that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I will watch the documentary again and we can talk about it some more. What documentary? At the one that you've been talking Bob Lazar, the one you've been talking about the whole time. Oh, there's some some really other good ones. But I I, I believe in al- I believe that aliens are here. Mm-hmm. But one thing that Bob Lazar said, and I was always confused about this, is that you see so many different shapes of UFOs, right? And mm-hmm. when he when he walked in through the hangar through the front, there were removable walls that was to the right of him. And one day, all those walls, as he walked into the hangar to his right, all these doors were opened like garage doors and he was able to see like nine different shapes Whoa. of ufos damn that's crazy 